Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though perspectives might not be shared. Okay, okay. What is going on? We are back to business. You know, there was some uh, heavy-hitting stuff the last couple of episodes. You know, with, uh, you know, my friend uh, going away to, you know, finding the love of his life and moving in with her. And the ailments with my mother. So now... You know, we're back. We're back on track. We're back on track. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to those episodes. I really appreciate it. But now, let's get back into business. All right. Let's get back to business. The business. Okay. So, here we are. Married at First Sight. Season 15. Episode 4. Sand, Sun, and Spouses. Okay. <clears throat> so, now it's wedding night. And we're with Mitch and Kristen and um <laughs> they're just really awkward with each other but the thing is it's like a they set each other off because one time it'll be like fucking I don't know it'll be like one person says something weird and then the other person just follows suit and then it just it becomes like a ping pong table of awkwardness they keep going back and forth not trying to top each other's quirkiness or awkwardness on on purpose but it's just like it just goes back and forth and nobody is able to just let the ball go past them so there can be an out and they can start again <laughs> you know what i mean it's just funny how they are but you know, Kristen said there's an awkward, there's a, there's just an awkward moment with the pajama section because she wanted a segment of the night where I believe Kristen wanted to wear something a little bit more sexual, I, I believe, but she couldn't find it or something like that. So she's like, ah, I'll settle for this. And he's like, yo, it's okay. It's all right. You know, like I, I, I like the, you know, natural look, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. Don't worry. Um, and she's very eager eager to please because she really wanted to wear those special pajamas because of course obviously she knew she knew that she was going to eventually go to bed with her husband um so she wanted it to be special which i understand you know what i would get the same way too maybe not for pajamas or you know what fuck that probably probably with pajamas <laughs> you know um that's yeah i could see that But, um, yeah, so she tried to make it super special, but they're going to bed. You know what I'm saying? You don't need, unless we fucking, there's nothing really that needs to be special. But she goes into the, she goes into the bathroom, you know, takes off her wedding dress and all, and, you know, takes off the makeup. And then she comes out and he's super thrilled because he's like, oh my God, like, yes, this is what I wanted. I wanted to see the real you. And, you know, women are always scared about that oh my god he's gonna see me without my makeup what's gonna happen which i don't understand because unless you make wear makeup 24 7 you're gonna have to eventually uh take that off and for me to see you as the real you so i don't get why women get so scared 
about oh my god he's gonna you know so whose fault is that whose fault is that you're that you're presenting a falsity to me you know what i mean that's not my fault <laughs> um but you know luckily he really likes her dressed down like that so he's cool so they're good so we get to we go to uh miguel and lindy and again pajama situation freaking lindy wastes 35 minutes um i think she was looking for a pair of pajamas um and she couldn't find it and i'm just like yo i started to realize is that is that a thing with women is 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 pajamas really a thing with y'all i don't i don't i don't get it it's just pajamas i mean i guess for men it's just like yo whatever like whatever i got on or you know t-shirt and some shorts we're good i'm going to bed <laughs> why why do i need to look special going to bed you know so but i, I don't know maybe it is but she was definitely definitely over dramatic about it you know again we we've known this about her she's an overthinker so we're just this is gonna be her so we're gonna see about that and i'm an overthinker too so i do sympathize and she is my boo of the season so i doubly sympathize but still it's like fam it's like come on it's just pajamas um and then we get to stasha and nate and with her uh stasha gets into her sexy pajamas and i'm like it's cool like fine if you want to get into like sexy lingerie but i don't know but for me it's like if you're gonna again we're going to bed so i don't understand like negligee and stuff like that if we're not gonna do something because if you look in that again i i don't like sasha personally but she is attractive i'm not an idiot you know so you know when she came out with that little black number you know with the with the silk she looked mad good but it's like if she's just gonna wear that and be like okay bedtime it's like what what you don't want to do nothing you, you so we so we're just gonna go to bed you're gonna go to bed we're gonna go to bed with you looking like that and we're not gonna do anything okay you know you might as well come in with your freaking um your bonnet and uh your face mask if you're gonna do that hey right? why are you gonna like look that good and we're not gonna do anything like what's the point <laughs> we're going to bed why why are you looking sexy like that and we're not gonna do anything but i don't know uh yeah so sure <laughs> um so sasha and nate are under the covers and then she asks nate what are your expectations as a wife and he says you know supportive understanding and a best friend which is a good answer you know why, why not it's a very good answer okay so the next day day one of marriage everybody's getting up um we find out that alexis snores and she's like no i don't snore how would you know you asleep <laughs> um everybody is you know getting up and they're the men are serving the, their women breakfast and bread 
So that's how we're finding out all this information. Mitch decides to share with us that he's a very particular person and a picky person when it comes to everything, women, whatever, and like food. And for him, uh, Mitch, you know, he, he almost couldn't get it out, but he says that he doesn't like creamy white sauces. And then Kristen started laughing and she was like, I knew it. I knew it. you look like a guy who didn't like blue cheese. <laughs> so, so, you know, I guess he doesn't like mayonnaise, blue cheese, ranch. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Um, of course, you know, we, we laugh because what, what do we think of when we think of creamy white substances? Okay. Like, or creamy white sauces, I should say. Lotion. Duh. You know, <laughs> but yeah so okay thank thanks for that mitch um uh lindy lindy tells miguel that you know she more than not gets panic attacks when she travels so it's so she's happy you know she's always worried about flight delays and all that stuff and you know she she doesn't want to miss anything and she gets frantic so she's glad that she has somebody with her that's gonna try and calm her down and you know what i feel about that listen if my flight is at nine best believe i'm getting up at five leaving my house at six getting up at five leaving my house at six to get to the airport at seven just so i can um go through tsa and all that stupid shit, you know, take off my belt and blah, 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 do all that mess. Just, you know, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm seated, you know, in the gate at like 745, 8 o'clock and my flight is at 9, I'm happy. I will wait that hour. You are not fucking, I am not missing that flight, whatever. I'm not, I haven't done that, knock on wood. I've never missed a flight and you know I gotta like oh gotta pay an extra whatever $230 to get the next flight fuck that nah man I don't play around you know I, I, I try to you know put time for traffic to traffic or like extra long lines at TSA nah man when it comes to the airport I'm frantic too I don't get I don't get calm really until I land at the destination that I'm at. Even even if I'm in the airplane and I made it, just like the scenario that I gave you before, if I'm, you know, if I'm uh, uh, there an hour early in the gate, I'm still not satisfied, really, because I'm like, okay, you know, anything can happen. My ticket doesn't work, blah, 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 whatever. So, like, I'm not satisfied until I'm in that plane and we're already in the air and... I'm landing in my destination. I'm like, whew, okay, now I'm fine. And it's, it's hectic too, because like, that's a lot, that's a lot of anxiety for most of your trip. But, you know, I, I did it. <laughs> you know, I made it. <laughs> so, but no, I totally get uh, Lindy in that retrospect. So it's uh, Sasha and Nate again. And Nate asks, uh, what would be one of your biggest insecurities? And Sasha, Sasha says she's not a good communicator and needs reinsurance, reassurances, which is fair. I understand. And with Nate, his insecurities is uh, he felt he has felt that he's been misunderstood in the past 
and he's not black enough, and which I totally understand because I had an episode about that on episode one hundred. Uh, you know, I had an episode about that, all about that episode one hundred, on a scale from coffee to milk. How black am I? So, please, uh, definitely listen to that. And when you listen to it, share it with other people. Have discussions amongst yourselves about the subject matter. If you like, if you don't, cool with me. But I would like to get your feedback on it. And uh, Stasha also understood too, because um, she's half black, half white, and so is Nate. So they're biracial. I'm not, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, they're biracial, so they understood she understood exactly what he was talking about, the about being misunderstood. So they both grew up with, um, we'll say trauma. Yeah. With trauma about identity and where they stood in life, you know, if they weren't black enough or whatever and all that, and all that stuff. So that's a good thing to, uh, bond with and, and, and find a, uh, resolution with that, you know? So, uh, of course, this is the portion of the series where we meet the family. It always happens the, the day after uh, the wedding and right before they announce where their honeymoon is. So all the couples meet their respective spouse's family. So we have... Um, Stasha and Nate, it's Stasha and Nate's and so Stasha is, is with Nate's dad and Nate's friend Vinny and one of them asks I think it's Vinny it says what does he not know about you and then or maybe it was the dad I don't know whoever and she says that she's a workaholic she works 10 to 12 maybe 15 hour work days she's stubborn I want things my way you know, all, all those things. So that's going to be... Now I understand. She had nobody in her life. So she could work those 10, 12, 15 hours. I don't even think... Does she have a dog? Who has a dog in this series? I don't know. But does she have a dog? No, I think maybe Alexis has a dog. But regardless, she doesn't have a husband. She ain't got a boyfriend. She ain't got nobody at home. So she can stay out all she wants. Like 10, 12, 15 hours and do that because that's how she amassed the amount of money that she has made cool proud of you but now you got a man you know what i mean so uh you can't be pulling those uh all-nighters like that anymore i mean unless of course you guys uh, unless he's cool with it but i mean even if he was like progressive and all that stuff how are you going to cultivate if you're working 15 hours a day, there's only like, there's 24 hours in a day. So like, if you're working 15 hours a day, the left, the the left over hours is you sleeping. So how are you going to cultivate this marriage? You know, how are you going to cultivate a bond? It's not, it's not going to happen. So we go to Nate's side. Nate is with her sister, her aunt maybe, and her friend. And they're asking him, you know, how long are you going to wait? Pretty much, you know, how are you going to wait? How long are you going to wait for ass? You know, um, 
um, and I'm like, what kind of question is that? Like, how how long are you gonna wait? Like, you know, and he's saying that he's, you know, he's he's saying he's saying what he has to say. Oh, you know, when the time is right, blah blah blah. Because they give this whole spiel about, oh, you know, she's been she she's not one, she's not even a virgin. Two, it's like I don't know, like wh- why are you putting words in her mouth? Like, what what makes you think that she don't want dick? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what makes you think that she doesn't want dick? She's she's she said it countless times before. I mean, no, not countless. I shouldn't say that. Numerous times before that, um, she finds her man attractive. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, you know, I hope I hope he likes to cuddle. I like cuddling. Why what? Why you want to cuddle for? Cause you want to feel that fucking dick on your ass. That's why. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't see why they're like, oh, you know, how long, how long are you willing to wait? You know, like, as as if to say the man wants to rush things and stuff. I mean, sure, we do. It's not even that we want to rush things. We just want to guarantee that we're going to get the ass and not be played. That's the big thing. We could wait. But, like, come on. <laughs> We're adults. Like, let's go. Um, So I, I didn't appreciate them asking that question. How how long are you willing to wait? Like, oh, like as if that as if that holds any weight. Like if I if I waited a year to not have sex, that doesn't mean that our relationship all of a sudden is gonna be fantastic just because I waited for ass. You know, look look at how many freaking uh uh Christians go to. Bible school or Bible college and, 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 and find their love of their life and you know they wait and then they get married and then like a year later they get the fucking divorced because they wanted to get because they wanted to fuck but they can't fuck because it's against you know God you know what I mean so if they got that nut off and they'd be like oh I mean yeah the sex was good but you kind of an asshole then they would have saved all that time, all that money uh, from a wedding. Now they've got to spend all that money in a divorce, you know, but whatever. So we're back to Kristen and Mitch. Um, so Mitch, um, Mitch is with Kristen's, Kristen's friend, uh, Ashley and somebody else oh, and the mom and the mom then uh ashley kristen's friend is banging okay she is banging the mom's all right too the mom is okay kristen's mom is all right but ashley though hmm. all right um and then of course somebody has to ask it the mom she says what are your intentions with my daughter what <laughs> I mean, and I get it. I get you have to ask that because you literally don't know this person. But, like, the question is kind of moot. I mean, especially considering that I married her and you're asking me that question after. You know, but I get it. You want, you want to, you want to, um, see where this person's head at. So I, so I get the question, but it's kind of dumb. What are your tensions with my daughter? You think I, you think I wanted to go on TV and get married at first sight just so I can fuck a random person. <laughs> you know, I don't I didn't even know who your daughter was until yesterday. 
So it's not like I had any malicious intent behind anything. I'm trying, you know, the person is trying to get married and and live life. This is this is the intention. <laughs> but Mitch but Mitch says, you know, he wants he wants to give her the best version of himself. So I get it. You know, and and sometimes you need that other person to help you do that. So we're going Kristen's side. Kristen is with Mitch's mom, brother, and sister-in-law. And pretty much they kind of throw him under the bus, you know, because they're saying, oh, you know, he can be a jerk at times and piss you off. But, you know, after you get after that, he's like a good guy or whatever. And I can totally see that, too. But my thing is, I don't know if I'd want to experience the nice guy after you piss me off and be a jerk. Because sometimes you can be jerk-ish or you were a jerk in that moment. But I feel that Mitch will be just a plain jerk and he will have his low points, which substitute for the nice times, you know, because like especially that whole bow tie thing where he just went off the hinge. Uh, Nobody can fucking do a bow tie. Fam, it's a bow tie. Calm the fuck down. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nobody can tie a bow tie because nobody has worn a bow tie since 19 fucking 50. <laughs> okay. And you're the one, you're the freaking idiot who decided to, hey, let me get a bow tie. Let me do that. You know, um, yeah, nobody knows how to buy, uh, tie a bow tie. Get a fucking fake one, a, a, a clip on. Ta da, done. But no, we saw a side of you that, wasn't really pleasant (laughs) you know and then i don't know you're weird bro you're weird (laughs) sorry and so we go to alexis and justin uh alexis is with justin's mom and friend and you know the first thing that comes out of her mouth is like hey you know they're like, oh, you know, did you guys have fun last night? He's like, oh, yeah, it was fun, blah, 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 whatever. And then Alex is like, don't worry, you know, he's still celibate. Don't worry. And I'm like, fam, what is up with you with this celibacy thing, man? And and saying it. I mean, I know they know because that's the mom and his friend. But, like, yo, keep that shit to yourself, man. Um, But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't like Alexis. Like, she's annoying. But, whatever. And the mom asks her, uh, what was it? You know, what happened with the three proposals? Because she she loves to say that, too. You know, I haven't, I haven't been proposed to three times. <laughs> and she was like, you know, she was being, she acted selfishly, but she really didn't know what a marriage was. So she, that's why she said no to all three of those people. Which is, which is good. It, it's good to know yourself. You know, you don't, I mean, you would want to try and not get a, uh, try to avoid a divorce. I mean, if you have, if you have one under your belt, it's not the end of the world, but you know, some people don't want to go through that because sometimes, well, probably more so than most divorces can be nasty and you can see the, uh, uh, just another side of a person. You're like, wow, I didn't think you'd be like this, you know? So, yeah. And um, Justin, of course, the 
Wicked Sisters of the West, you know, is with him. And they're like, yo, how are you going to deal with anger? You know, it's it's Alexa's sisters. Like, how are you going to deal with anger? Because I love my girl. I love my baby girl. And, you know, if you do something, you know, she going to call us. And, you know, we going to have to, whatever, you know, move some things. You know what I mean? All that stuff. All this rah-rah stuff. And he's like, listen, you know, I'm a, uh, like, listen, I'm a pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. I'm going to please her uh, mentally, sexually, physically, all this stuff. And, like, don't worry. Like, we're going to talk shit out. And, like, I'm sensitive. So, like... I'm gonna I'm gonna understand I'm gonna understand things better blah 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 and all that stuff so they liked his answers so that's good and Miguel Miguel so now we have Lindy and Miguel Miguel meets with Lindy's mom and brother and friend and Miguel says like what do I need to know about her and they say oh she takes things personally but don't you take that personally um, she needs calming reassurance that that the path the calming reassurance is the path to getting to know her. So, again, she needs reassurance that things are okay, we're fine, everything's good. Um, and then, of course, the brother, you know, gets on about that Bible shit. And he's saying, like, you know, before you have sex, you have to know the person, which is when the covenant between man and woman and God happens. And um, Miguel is taking it in stride, and he's, like, saying that, like, hey, you know, um, things will happen when they happen. He's not going to rush anything. And the people are like, yeah, you know, everybody feels Miguel should wait. And he agrees he's going to wait and stuff like that. But again, it's like, yo, stop being in my business, man. And again, this is like, not verbatim, but this bring back, this brings back memories with my ex-fiance. Like all the time that I'd be with her and I'd go to the house, you know, her mother, you know, start spitting these verses at me. You know, saying like all all this all this stuff, you know. So, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, these not to like thwart us against each other, but like you know, for us to not get involved into anything too quickly, or for me to just, you know, uh, convert from Catholicism to Christianity and start talking about all these bible verses and it's like okay i get you all right take it easy you know like our religions are our religions are cousins man it's like i i pretty much believe 85 percent you guys do it's okay it's all right but again you know she really wanted me to follow the lord and and, and be of the faith and go to church and all that stuff and i was just like y'all need to calm down man and of course that was the beginning of the end but yeah so there was that um, what else? Jesus. <clears throat> so, uh the, uh, the brother, Lindy's brother says, like, oh, Miguel is 35, and for him to not have been married yet, maybe there are some things he needs to address. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, is that true? I mean... He does ring a point because if Miguel was Megalina and she was 35 and not married, I'd be like, mm, what's going on, girl? What's going on? And I'm 42. So I'm older than Miguel and Megalina. <laughs> you know, so it's like, is there something wrong with me? Do people think there's something wrong with me? I mean, I know there's something wrong with me, but do people think that? <laughs> 
you know, that's, that's a, huh, I didn't know that was like the going thing, but then again, I don't know, there, I remember back in the day, I forget what season, but it was, uh, the season with Haley, I think her name was Haley, Haley and, um, what's the name, Sean, uh, the guy who loved the 80s, that guy, um, I remember she was at a bar with her friend saying, yeah, you know, what are, what are some of the red flags that you see? Like, oh, he's like 30, I don't know, I think maybe like 37, 38. It's like, yeah, he's 37, 38, and he's never been married. That's kind of weird, you know? Because like, it's like, why is... Mm, maybe that should be another podcast. Because it's like, wouldn't you also say if he was 37 and divorced, wouldn't you also think that that's wrong <laughs> because 37 and married would be the optimal choice right but then you wouldn't be asking that question because he'd be married we wouldn't we wouldn't be in this situation you know so 37 and single and never been married no 37 and never been married is weird to people and 37 and divorce might seem normal but but that still comes with history so the only way that quote-unquote 37 is viable is that you are married. The only way that you can be 37 is being married, essentially. I find that interesting. I should make a podcast about that, but I don't know what, I don't know what the angle is. But I'll think of something. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. I like it. <clears throat> but yeah, so there's that. Um... So they ask, what are some things in yourself that might attribute to the fi the failures in your relationship, in your past relationships? And Miguel says that, you know, there were, he was the one who broke it off because of cheating on their part or not being aligned, essentially. It was never really them uh, breaking the uh, relationship. Yeah, it was never really Miguel. It was always them breaking the relationship. So they we go with Lindy now. She's with the overprotective sister. And you know, she get you know, you know how they are, they get into their astrology bag. So she's like, Alright, well, he's a cancer man, she's a Gemini woman. So like I don't see you guys working out and stuff like that. Which is false. Which is false. I I, I went to um one of those because i'm into astrology too not not super hard but i do like looking into those things and their makeup is pretty good you know like a lot of three out of five stars so like that's fine but whatever you know she has her own things too so <clears throat> um he uh, lindy's saying that he's a hopeless romantic um so that's that's good on him like what what, do you, what are you coming what are you bringing to the table and she's like saying that like she's got a lot of debt and you know she's scared about that affecting the relationship and so is the sister because the sister is like listen i don't want a person coming in and draining my brother of all his you know money that he saved up for and all that stuff but the people reassured her that 
despite her having a lot of debt, he is a problem solver. So that doesn't necessarily mean that he'll take on the bill, but it's just so much that, that like, oh, okay, um, I'm gonna freaking, you know, I'm gonna, um, figure out a way to help you consolidate your debt. So that's a, so that's a pretty good thing. So everybody goes back to their respective spouses and their uh, honeymoon suites and um they're all talking oh how did, how did your thing go how did your thing go oh, it went well it went well your family's crazy your family's cool blah 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 all this stuff and then they get a knock on the door it's their honeymoon package and they find out that they're going to puerto vallarta mexico so everyone's all happy so <laughs> they're like yeah we're going there have you ever been there no i haven't and uh lindy's super happy because she gets a uh practice for spanish and then uh miguel's like yeah you know i, I will help you you know in spanish <laughs> so she's like oh my god this is gonna be great so you know mitch and Kristen get their little package and mitch is just spoiling the entire moment you know because it's like yo i just got married literally the next day i met your parents met your family they're super cool now we're about to go on vacation. This is going to be great. This is going to be awesome. But Mitch, the fucking bitch, is spoiling the moment because, you know, they have, they, it's, it's, a, it's a box of like, you know, uh, trinkets, poppers to celebrate, champagne, um, shirts, and all this stuff. So he sees the poppers and he's like, oh man, like these get everywhere on the beach and it's hard to clean it. And because she wants to open up open it up and you know pop it and he's and you know she's like oh it's triggering for you he's like yeah yeah it's triggering he's like yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry you, you know me i'm sorry i'm picky i'm picky i'm sorry like i warned you and i was like all right you warned me but that doesn't mean that we kids still can't enjoy this com you know this this moment and then and then um there's a hubby and a wifey shirt is it hubby and wifey no i think it's husband um is it a husband and wife? I think it's husband and wife. There's a husband shirt and there's a wife shirt. So he's like, he looks at it and he's like, ugh. He's like, I don't want to wear this. She's like, why not? He's like, ugh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Like, my my dude, you're a husband. You literally got married yesterday. You're a husband. I mean, I get it. I, I know it doesn't feel like that because you literally met this person. But yo, you gotta go with the flow, man. That's it. You guys are married. You guys are going on a honeymoon. Go. You know? Because that's the thing. Okay, so you're gonna go on the honeymoon, but you're not gonna wear the shirt. So you feel that you're married to the point of going on the honeymoon, but you don't feel married to the point of wearing a shirt that says the title of what you actually are. <laughs> you know what I mean? So wear the fucking thing. And so she's like, okay. You know, and she gets depressed. Not depressed. She gets sad. He's like, okay, I guess I won't wear it. He's like, no, no, no. If you wear it, then I'll wear it. I can't do my wife like that. Oh, now she's your wife? You know, two seconds ago, you were fucking fighting to wear a goddamn shirt. You know what I mean? So I felt bad for her. It's like, put the shit on, you know? Because it's not like it said, um, you know, those those things where they where the shirt compliments the other person. It's not like your shirt said, I'm her baby, and her shirt said he's my daddy you know what i'm saying it's not like that it wasn't something like that um it just said i think it said husband i said i said husband or hubby 
and that's fine. You 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 can wear it. You're good. Um. So and then like Kristen's like, yeah, I'm trying. I'm just trying to celebrate the moment, and he's worried about trash. And I'm like, yeah, trash and titles. And I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right, Kristen. He, yeah, he's an idiot. And then, um, and for me, I, I think I said he only wanted a partner who couldn't say no to, who couldn't say no to him. And he stuck with, and now, she, and she stuck with him, not a wife partner. Oh, yeah, because like, you know, I think Mitch is one of those people where, like, he just wanted somebody to just fit into his life and that he didn't have to change for. And not realizing that another, like, another person is a whole other person with different personalities, different likes, different dislikes. And there are going to be things on that you will eventually clash on be just for the simple fact that you are two different people, not because you hate each other. So you need to understand that. Um, and live your life <laughs> you know what i mean but like oh, i don't want to oh, i don't want to pop the poppers like first of all you're in a honeymoon suite so like you don't necessarily have to clean it and, and i'm sure it'll be an easy clean too because it's a fucking like small ass popper but still they you can get a cleaning service to clean the poppers you don't have to do that and two wear your goddamn shirt man wear the shirt jesus I don't know, whatever, man. So it's day two of marriage, and they get to the Palladium, the uh, the Grand Palladium in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. So that's where they are. Um, yes. So Mitch is, oh no, no, Mitch is wearing his "I Love San Francisco" shirt in Mexico, which is weird. I don't know. I don't know. I like for some reason that really pissed me off. Like, cause it's not, cause ugh, I may be looking too much into it, but like, I felt like he wanted to make a statement with that shirt because it's not like, it's not like somebody from New York wearing the New York Yankees hat, even though they might not like the Yankees, you know, they're still representing New York, but it's not a, like a in your face, like, yeah, I'm from New York. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. Like, all right, I'm going to go down. I'm going to down. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole, but <laughs> It almost feels like I didn't like Mitch doing that because, like, for him, it's I'm not, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but like for me, it looked like he wanted to show that he's American in a foreign land for whatever reason. Because, like, why are you wearing, like, out of all the shirts that you own, why are you wearing a I love San Francisco shirt? Granted, granted, it might mean something completely different. And please, somebody out there, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Because it was a I, you know, the letter I, and then the love. But then it said S slash F. And I tried looking that up. I was like, oh, maybe that's like a part of his like organization or something. Like, oh, I love sand filtered foundation or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to I love San Francisco. Because why wouldn't it just be I love SF? you know, but it was like S slash F, so maybe that's, maybe I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, and maybe it's like, a, oh, he's just representing his environment company 
in another land you know but the other side of me is saying that like look at this guy out of all the shirts that this man owns why is he wearing an i love san francisco shirt in mexico like who the fuck cares if you love san francisco then get out of here then <laughs> go back to it go back home you know go back to where you're from who cares if you love san francisco you're in fucking mexico <laughs> you know what i mean you could have wore something else i don't know i felt like he wanted to make a statement with that for whatever like a silent statement and like nobody else is catching it but me <laughs> you know i don't know I, I could be i could be bugging out but that's what it felt like anyway um so they're talking you know the, all the couples except for what's her name morgan and ben except for them they're they're still back because they're having their wedding soon because remember they got uh well not they but ben got covid so they couldn't have the wedding at the time that everybody else was going to the honeymoon so it was the four couples going to the honeymoon they're on a rooftop i think and they're all meeting with each other drinking wine or whatever they're drinking talking with each other and they're getting to know each other and then they get to you know they're asking everybody how's it going so far and um what's it called uh so alexis and justin you know they answer and alexis admits that they matched on hinge but she ghosted him you know they matched on hinge four months ago because she knew that she recognized him and we talked about this in the last episode i'm just like you see see this shit see how life works and then she tried to like spin it like oh you see if i met him four months ago then we would have been married him uh, i mean we probably would have been married before then and blah, 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 all this stuff which no that, that wouldn't have worked because you wouldn't marry somebody in four months after just meeting them well well whoops <laughs> never mind <laughs> but what i mean is like i don't think i don't think she would have no, it's not that I don't think. I know that she wouldn't have liked him because she didn't. <laughs> because she matched with him. Mind you, they matched. It's not like he slid in her DMs or whatever. And because I don't know how Hinge works, but I guess it works on match algorithms. So they matched. Okay, they matched, and she was like, "Nah, I'm good." You know what I mean? She's like, "I don't need him." And then look what happens. Life is like, "Nah, bitch." here here he is and then now you start to get to know him and you're like oh my god he's so amazing he's so great blah, blah, blah. see what what is it that um that uh that shirt like i'm the song i'm the song that you skipped that that you always skip that you finally find out that it's fire there that's that relationship granted i still don't think that they're gonna work <laughs> because she's not gonna like him because she's gonna be superficial but that's what i'm talking about it's like you missed out on a good guy because of whatever your uh your superficial needs are so there you go and um so then you know everyone's talking about oh you know have you guys had sex yet even though it's nobody's business but they're like you know we're getting to know each other sex is hard sex is important blah 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 like everybody is fighting the urge to not have sex should tell you something you know what i'm saying everybody 
is fighting the urge to not have sex should tell you something that y'all want to fuck. So you should. <laughs> nah, I mean, whatever, man. Do whatever you want. Um, but I guess everybody's being respectful, which is fine. Um, and then Alexis again tells everybody that homie is celibate. And it's like, that is something that you're supposed to keep to yourself. What are you doing? But whatever. And then, um, I don't, I don't think that's cool. Like what if, what if he was like, what would happen if he said, yeah, we're not trying to have any babies because Alexis had two abortions and we don't want a third. You know what I mean? Like keep that shit to yourself, bro. Like calm down. Um, uh, Mitch and Kristen, Mitch admits that he's guarded, uh, He's more guarded than usual because of the commitment being so big in such a small time. But but he does like uh, Kristen and he likes her assertiveness. She, he, he really likes that about her. Um, she doesn't care about status, but more progression. She says if we move every day is like if, if one iota of progression has happened per day, she's good. Uh, we got Sasha, Sasha, Sasha is saying, I don't want to have meaningless sex. Um, that's fine, but not every sexual encounter is is going to be like fireworks and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, or the most important sex you'll have. I guess, the, like, I mean, I get it. You want You don't want to have just sex to have sex, but you're with your husband. Like, sex to have sex isn't going to be that it's sex with your husband <laughs> you know what i mean it's not sex with some dude it's sex with your husband like the, the the meaningful sex i guess is like the first time and the first time ever when you lose your virginity and the times when you're having a baby or, tr or trying to have a baby i think that's the quote-unquote meaningful sex all the other sexes y'all are fucking like they're not it's not meaningless what's what's meaningless sex you know, I mean, I can understand you having a one night stand, whatever, like that's, that's meaningless, but you're talking about sex in the context of a marriage. You know, I don't want to have meaningless sex. It's not going to be meaningless because you're doing it with your husband, but it's not going to be some profound thing every time you do it either. It's not going to be like, a, oh my God, this is the you know, moment when we fell in love and, but nah, it's, it's going to be ass and not that that's a bad thing, but you shouldn't prop it up to be like this majestic thing. Every time it happens, like, come on, let's get with it. Um, but my thing is, is like, I don't like that. Stasha is saying that she doesn't want to have meaningless sex, meaningless sex. She wants to wait and, you know, have it be meaningful. But at the same time, she agrees to have, um, to take a shower with her husband. Like, what are we doing? You know I mean, why are we taking a shower together if we're not going to fuck afterwards? Like, she's a fucking tease. You know what I'm saying? And I know some other people will be like, oh, no, it's to, it's to, um, work it up to when they eventually have to. No all you're giving me is blue balls, you know, you're, so you mean to tell me that you're gonna 
have me take a shower with you, fill you up, all the stuff, rub your, rub your everything, you know what I mean? And then we're going to get out of the shower and do nothing? So we, so, but, oh, but that prepared us for, you know, in a week where we eventually have sex. What? <laughs> like, no. That's whack. Like, if you want to wait, then let's wait. Don't, don't get me all hyped up for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like that at all. Don't do that to me. But uh, anyway, so now we finally get to Ben and Morgan. The day has finally come. They are married. I mean, they're getting married. Hallelujah. So they finally get married. They like each other. They really find each other attractive. Uh, so what Ben's family and friends think of him, he's a loving, dedicated, and secure man, uh, master's degree in engineering, loves to solve complex problems, loves working out five times a week, shares his, you have to share him with his mother, because he's a proud mama's boy, and she was like, oh my god, I love that, so I mean, we'll, we'll see how much you love that, but, um, and then what does Morgan, what does Morgan's friends think of her? She's a lover and a fighter. She loves her friends. She likes things her way. This has been her secret to, sir, who, this has been her secret to success. She's a nurse, so she's passionate and will patch you up when things bring you down. After saving lives at work, Morgan likes to play violent assassin video games. And her fun, and for fun, she likes to train in Muay, in Muay Thai kickboxing. And she truly is looking for a love to fight for. So there you go. And they get married. Ta-da! So this season, you know, they say this season on Married at First Sight. So you see Justin confesses his love to Alexis and she laughs in his face. Because she's like, oh, yo, I ain't ready. I ain't ready for that. Uh, Mitch says he's not attracted to Kristen. Despite him liking her dressed down. So I don't know what that happened. That happened. So you don't like it when she's dressed up. And then you complain when she's dressed down. So it's like, what happens? And then Sasha wants a post-nup, a post-nuptial agreement. And then Nate is like, damn, you don't have faith in your boy. Uh, Morgan is mad at Ben because the thing I wanted private is not private it's public now and that broke my trust so we'll see what she means by that and justin is saying i don't want my wife to go go to the club every weekend so you know alexis probably still has that in her so it's gonna be interesting so my predictions my predictions for the season so with miguel and lindy i believe they will be married uh by decision day but divorced at the reunion morgan and ben they will be divorced at decision day and divorced at reunion uh mitch and Kristen will be divorced on decision day and divorced at reunion stasha and nate will be married at decision day and married at the reunion justin and alexis will be divorced on decision day and divorced at reunion those are my predictions all right so um that's the end of the episode, but that's not the end of the show. Okay, so 
you know what time it is. This is the Skin Deeps, the and self-edition card game. And we are on card number... Some kind, somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. Um, 104. We are on card 104. So card 104 is... Why am I? Whoa. What a... <laughs> What a crazy ass! What the hell? It sounds like. It sounds like um, something that um, Amazo should ask himself. Um. The, uh, you know, in that Justice League Unlimited episode. <laughs> That's crazy. Why am I? Wow. How do you even answer that? Why am I? Why am I? Hmm. Why am I? I don't know. I mean, that is a good question, though, because I am coming at a uh, crossroads of sorts, you know, with the whole, like, I think I'm on a precipice, you know, with the whole girlfriend thing and the whole career thing. It, it, it seems like they're forging, they're almost forging, almost aligning. You know how, like, I don't know, every, like, whatever, 100 years or something like that, like, the, the, the planets align in, like, in one straight line or like a, like a convergence is happening kind of like in legend of Korra, like the convergence happened and everything lined up and all that stuff like i feel like in my life everything is gonna be lining up pretty soon and that feels cool um but it's like um i don't know it it, it i don't know mm. uh it feels good. It feels like I'm working towards something, you know? I'm happy about that. But yeah, what is, um, why am I? Why am I? Why am I? I don't know. Something in my heart was telling me to say that, though, that things are almost there. And, like, when they converge, I'll finally be able to move on and, like, wreck shop. You know what I mean? It's gonna feel fucking great. Why am I? Hmm. Well. That's profound. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really all I can, all I can think of. Why am I? You know, it's, it's a pretty diesel thing. But, um... That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at tinkpodcast at gmail.com and I'll send you and I'll read you and I'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is Martini Jean and I am the Inquisitive Nobody <laughs>